Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Welcome back to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. I am so happy that you're here with me every single week. I hope if you've been enjoying the podcast, you Take a moment to subscribe, and if you're enjoying it, please, please scroll down, rate, and review. Today, I would like to talk to you about our baby's first birthdays. Perhaps you are a mom approaching this huge milestone in your baby's life, in your own life, um, and I think it's important to talk about realistic expectations when it comes to that huge milestone of the smash cake, of the planning, coming up with a theme, and inviting all of your loved ones to join you to celebrate this big milestone. So I just think that there are some important things to talk about. Um, I have my personal experience from three years ago, or two years ago, I guess. And I also asked my Instagram community of what advice they have for moms that are approaching this huge milestone. So let's jump in. I have so much to say on this topic because my son's first birthday, I will tell you, I ended the night in tears, raging mad at my husband. So (laughs) if that tells you anything, I have a few pieces of advice that I learned along the way and that other moms on Instagram shared with me that I am going to pass down to you. Um, And some of this is is even good to listen to as you're planning your your child's second birthday because even for their second birthday like they're definitely more into celebrating and have a pretty good understanding of what's going on but it's still not the same as what their fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth birthdays will be like where they are like fully present totally know what's happening have like legitimate friends that aren't just their friends because you like their mom or because they're in the same daycare class and you feel obligated to invite them. So I think whether you're approaching your baby's first or second birthday, I think this is all pretty valid, but I'm going to focus very specifically on the first birthday. So where do I even begin? (laughs) Let me start with it is completely normal and natural to be so incredibly excited, right? I mean, I probably started scouring Pinterest a couple months beforehand to come up with a theme. Um, I spent hours on Etsy looking for the right party decor because whatever they have, you know, at the local party store, party city is just not quite the vibe that I was going for. And let's be honest, Etsy is not cheap. When you're adding a lot of stuff to your cart, it gets expensive. And there's so much pressure behind planning, quote unquote, this perfect first birthday. 
The very first thing I need to say is, yes, it's completely normal to feel so excited because that first birthday, in my opinion, it's not really about the baby, right? The baby doesn't know what's going on. They're not like super present. They have no idea this is for them. They're not going to remember this other than through photos one day when they're looking at it. This is for you. This is for you and your partner. This is to celebrate your one-year anniversary of motherhood and parenthood and surviving. If perhaps you struggled with your mental health postpartum the way that I did, I can tell you by the time my son turned one, I was feeling so much better. And I hope if you're, you know, 12, 13, 14 months postpartum listening to this and you're still feeling like you're in a deep, dark hole, I don't want this statement to make you feel worse, right? Like we all heal in our own time. Some some women feel better by three months, six months, a year, two years. It, it completely varies. I'm just telling you that I felt better and a little bit more confident as a mom by the time my child turned one. I will say around that time is also when my husband and I started bickering and bitching at each other more. Um, I think because I was starting to feel more normal and he didn't feel like he had to be tiptoeing and around me walking on eggshells being so sensitive. (laughs) So anyways, I feel like I'm, I'm going off topic here, but so it's about celebrating you. And everything that you've gone through that first year, maybe you had a traumatic birth, maybe your baby was in the NICU, you know, maybe you struggled with your mental health or, you know, it, it, infertility was something you dealt with. So that first birthday is a huge milestone. It really, really is. It's exciting to celebrate the baby, but it's really about the parents, in my opinion. And I'm sure many Many people listening will agree with me. So what's important is that you do this for you, right? Plan a party that you will enjoy, knowing that your baby won't have a clue as to what's going on and won't remember it at all. (laughs) So do it for you. And when you're doing it for you, you gotta, you gotta push all the pressure aside. If your family is pressuring you to have this like huge party, this is your thing, right? I don't think they're paying for it. They're probably not planning it. This is for you and your partner and your baby. And you need to do what's best for you. On my personal Instagram account, I follow a lot of these lifestyle influencers. And I'm sure if you follow any of them, You have also noticed that over the last three or four years, their kids' first, second, third, whatever age birthday parties are so extravagant. You've seen that, right? The most outrageously extravagant, gorgeous bounce houses with these massive balloon arches and then they're renting all this beautiful outdoor furniture to have these little like tea parties for their one and two year olds and caterers bringing these like perfect cookies and cakes and oh my gosh like they bring little ice cream trucks or drink food truck things for their guests and it is elaborate and literally it it looks like it probably costs what 
a small wedding would cost. And it's important to remember that they're probably not even paying for that, right? Like these vendors are doing this in a contract to be promoted on their social media. There's professional photographers hired. So just remember that just because these lifestyle influencers we follow have these massive parties does not mean we have to try to live up to that. You do not have to break the bank for your baby's first birthday or any other subsequent birthday for that matter. You don't have to have the craziest decor, you know, balloon arches, cool. You know, if you're into that, that's cool. To me, it just seems like a lot of work and a lot of wasted balloons. <laughs> like I got uh, maybe five balloons from Party City. One was a big number one and the rest were just little blue and maybe yellow balloons. I don't know. Um, literally no one cares. On their second and third birthdays, balloons are more exciting and kids will be really excited to take a balloon home with them. So, you know, maybe focus more on the balloons for year two and three. Um, so just wanted to say, don't feel influenced or pressured. Don't do this for Instagram, right? Like you don't have to show off this party. If your friends are doing these elaborate parties, you don't have to feel like you have to keep up. This is for you, your partner and your baby do what's best for you. And so yeah, I think it's important to, yes, we're super excited to plan this because it's a huge milestone, but don't spend too much money, right? Truly, I would say less is more and you can just really do it up more as they're older and can really experience it and aren't just sitting in their high chair the whole time. So the other thing to think about is where choosing the location there are pros and cons to having it at your home versus out somewhere. So I would say if you're doing it at your home, it's probably somewhere your baby will be the most comfortable, right? It's their surroundings. They're happy here. It's easy because you're, you're going to want to plan the party, the time of the party around nap time. You want your baby to have had their nap and be rested. You don't want a super cranky baby at their birthday party where they're the guest of honor. <laughs> so definitely plan it around nap time. And that also gives all the other babies and toddlers coming a chance to have their naps so that they're also not having these massive meltdowns at your party. <laughs> but so, okay, if you do it at home, I will say I did not want to have the first birthday party at home. We had it at a brewery that's really close to our house. I don't know how it is where you live, but in North Carolina here in Charlotte, it feels like we're the brewery hub of the U.S. <laughs> Maybe it's like this everywhere now, but there are so many breweries. It's outrageous, but it's super amazing for all of us parents because we get to get our kids outside. We get to have a couple of beers and food. And there's just so much grass for the kids to run around at. We bring some outdoor toys like rocket launchers, balls, things like that. And the kids always have a blast, but the parents can have a conversation, have a drink. It's amazing. So that is what we did for his first birthday. So 
I just, I think if you want to do it at home, that's fantastic. There are, are pros. Like I was exhausted lugging all the decor and all his presents and all the stuff to the brewery or wherever the location is that you're thinking about. And then you're lugging everything back. So his party was in October and it was still hot as balls here. (laughs) I was in a little dress, a cute little dress. And once I got done setting up, I was dripping sweat. (laughs) Um, And the only person that helped me was my mom. So yes, it's annoying to lug everything there and back. But also if you're having it at your house, while it's convenient that all the stuff is there, you can even start setting up the decor the night before versus when you're doing it somewhere you have, you know, like say you're renting a room at a bounce house place or something, you maybe have 20 or 30 minutes before the party starts to set up. And then you're super stressed trying to get everything set up. And then I feel like it takes you some time to even like calm back down and be in a space where you can be really present and enjoy your child and your guests and try to be present for the party. Um, so The other perk of doing it somewhere else, though, is that you don't have to feel like you have to have your house perfectly clean and in order, and you don't have a giant mess to clean up afterwards. If you're someone that doesn't want guests to linger, then doing it out somewhere where it's literally just from, you know, three to five or two to four, you know, then then you're able to go home, everyone can go home versus having it at your house but then on the other hand if you do want family and friends to stick around longer having it at your house is a great idea because they can stay and hang out or some people can leave and then you know your very very close core group can stay and hang and you know have that intimate time so there are definitely pros and cons to both I would say um I think if I could go back maybe I would do it at home. I'm not sure. We did do his second birthday party at home and I was really torn about it because I didn't want a ton of people in and out of my house and creating a mess and toddlers everywhere. You know, at the end of the day, we ended up having it at our house, but out in the garage and we had a bounce house outside. It was supposed to be in the backyard, but unfortunately hurricane was coming through and we had a massive storm the night before everything outside was soaking wet and we ended up having this giant bounce house on our driveway and the rest of the party was in the garage because in case it rained so (laughs) anyway but that does bring me to my next point of expectations like for his second birthday you know, I was so stressed the whole time, that whole week, knowing a hurricane was coming through. It was early October, and I definitely did not think about hurricane season. And the party was meant to be in our backyard. Like I, like I said, I did not want, you know, 30 people in and out of our house, like, hanging out inside. I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people that is just... I don't want a huge mess and I stupidly chose in our new house to make everything beige, (laughs) not smart with two dogs and a child. So it's important, you know, to have realistic expectations. 
whatever your plan is, it might rain. So consider that. Consider what your plan B is if it, it should rain. Um, and then when it comes to expectations, there are certain things that we're excited about and anticipating that may not happen as planned. Like the smash cake, for example. My son was not into the smash cake at all. <laughs> and I was so disappointed because I was, when he first started solids, I was really strict about him only eating super, super clean foods, like nothing with added sugar. He was on a vegetarian diet. And so I searched and searched online for the best like first birthday cake that has no sugar in it and is all natural that I was going to bake myself for his smash cake. So I spent all this time looking for the right cake and then baking it. And I don't like baking. I think actually maybe my husband helped me quite a bit. He's much better in the kitchen. And I mean, my son like touched it, like poked it with his finger. And then that was it. And I kept I wanted the smash cake picture so bad, right? So my husband was on one side of him in the high chair. I was on the other and I'm like pressuring him, like touch your cake, like get into it, you know, come on. And I think my husband was getting annoyed because I'm trying to get this picture. My son wasn't into it and I was disappointed. (laughs) So some kids love digging into their smash cake, but many don't. So Don't be disappointed if your kid is not into it. And then the other thing I'll say is, that kind of goes along with that, designate someone in your family to be the photographer. Just a close friend or family member coming that can either take your phone or if they have a really good iPhone, take pictures of the party. Have someone take a video of you know, everyone singing to the baby and baby may maybe or maybe not getting into their smash cake. You don't want to be the hostess or I should say, let me start with the party planner, the decorator, the hostess, and the one watching your child and also try to take photos. Like you cannot do it all without feeling stretched thin. So designate someone to take photos because you want to be in the photos right you don't want them just to be of your baby and your partner and the guests like you want to have some candid shots of you enjoying your baby's first birthday so highly recommend in advance designating someone to do that for you and that also gives you a chance to just be more present and actually enjoy the party so The other thing I will say is moms can often feel a little left out. And that is because of what I just said. You're the one planning it. You're planning it for like two months. You are, you know, the one calling around to find the best location, order whatever the food will be if you are doing some sort of catering you know, you're the one asking the guests, you're, you're the one choosing who is coming, first of all, that a little bit of thought does go into that, believe it or not. You're the one reaching out to see if anyone else coming like any other babies and toddlers have allergies because we want to try and have something for everyone because nobody wants to feel left out. Um, 
so then we're the one doing the decorating we're the one being the hostess making sure everyone has what they need and if it's not a close group of people where they all know each other you know you might feel like you have to be introducing people to each other perhaps you feel like you know you have to socialize more with your friends versus being able to just be present with your baby and I can tell you what happened with me is that I set everything up and you know my husband was still home because our son was napping so he was getting him ready and at the party we had all these like blankets out on the grass for the babies so that they could, you know, sit up together. We brought some toys for them to play with, which again, that's really important. If you are having the party out somewhere, that's not like an activity place for babies. If it is somewhere like a brewery or a restaurant, then bring a blanket for them to sit on and bring some baby toys, whatever those are that you don't mind other kids playing with or getting dirty bring those so that they have something to entertain themselves with as you're sitting there chatting with other moms. So what happened was I set everything up and then I was the one sitting on the ground with our son and with all the other moms and their babies while the husbands were, you know, standing around mingling, chatting about football because it was football season and I I don't know I got I just felt so disappointed that I felt like I did everything I felt like my husband was able to just show up and enjoy the party enjoy his guy friends that were there and I was the one on baby duty which sounds really crappy to say right like it's your baby's first birthday like of course you want to be with your baby But I don't know. It's like if you are inviting girlfriends and family, like you also want to have a chance to talk to them. You want it to be somewhat equal. And I just felt like I was the only one with our son the whole time. And it just felt sort of unfair. And then, you know, later that night, like I said, we got into an argument because I didn't feel like he at any point was like, wow, thank you for planning this. Like, this was so nice. I felt like I got zero appreciation or gratitude for it. And I think all that we want as moms, as women, regardless of what it is, we just want to feel seen and appreciated and have someone acknowledge and notice the work that we do, whether it's just your everyday things that you do with your kids Or something like planning a party. You know, I think in his mind, it was kind of like, this was your thing. You wanted to do this. Like, cool. (laughs) You know, why why do I need to be thanking you? But we want that gratitude and appreciation. And then when it's not acknowledged, everything that we did, we can feel really disappointed. We can feel like resentful. We can feel angry. And that's how I felt. I got really pissed once our son was in bed. So I'm saying don't let that happen to you. Just like think about your wedding. I, everyone said to me before the wedding, 
make sure you guys take some time to be together at the wedding. Like walk around together to talk to everyone and say hello because so many people said their regrets about their wedding was that they felt like they were on opposite sides of the room the whole time talking to people, feeling obligated to to really, you know, talk to everyone, thank everyone for being there when really your wedding is about the two of you. And so we made a conscious you know, decision beforehand, we had this whole conversation of like, okay, we are going to go around and talk to everyone together. So we're together, we're going to have our own little place where we're sitting to eat, we're going to actually spend time together and, and dance. And we had a intimate moment before we even were introduced as husband and wife after the ceremony to just have a minute to have a glass of champagne together and connect, you know, and So I think it's important to have that conversation with your partner also before your child's first birthday party, you know, say that you want to kind of try and equally split up time with the baby and getting to socialize so that it's not just all on your shoulders. I can tell you we did things very differently for our son's second birthday party my husband actually wanted to be more involved as I was, you know, coming up with a theme. He helped me come up with a theme. We looked on Pinterest together for ideas. I still ended up making all the final decisions about decor and what I wanted and, you know, the food and everything. But he really helped me along the way. And it was fun to do it together and um, on the actual day of the party, he, while my son was napping, helped me set everything up in our garage for the party. And it was really fun to do it together versus, you know what I mean? Like, don't feel like you have to take it on by yourself. Actually ask your husband or partner if they want to help. Probably many don't want to help, but if there are certain tasks you can assign to them, do it you know, and ask for help. Or if a family member offers to help you, let them. My mother and mother-in-law both came early to help me finish setting up with any extra help that I needed. And that was so nice to have. So don't feel like if, if your parents ask if you need help, don't say no, because it's a lot. And what if your baby doesn't nap that day? Like our toddler, was very hit or miss about naps for the second birthday. I am not one that bribes. Like bribery is not my parenting style, but I may or may not have bribed him that day to take a nap because I had a lot of setting up to do for the party. (laughs) So definitely accept help if someone is willing to help. And if nobody offers, ask for help. So I think we need to also talk about who to invite. For my son's first birthday, we pretty much just invited everyone. Like we invited our friends with kids and we invited our friends that don't have kids. Because like I said, the first birthday is kind of a celebration for the parents. And it's a fun way to hang out with your friends. Like, think about it. How many times have you actually seen all of your friends that first year of motherhood? I can count on one hand how many times I saw each friend individually, if that says anything. 
So it is a really nice opportunity to kind of have everyone there and catch up and everyone to see your baby and it can be a lot of fun. Um, I will say for the second birthday, I, you know, I'm over those two years of motherhood, I, I met a lot of mom friends, which is crucial. <laughs> it's so important to have mom friends that are going through the same season as you and really get it because your friends that don't have babies yet as much as they they're like oh I understand like yeah I get it like they don't get it you know you know that before you were a mom you did not get it and now you do so I feel like we we met a lot of new friends. We also moved into a new neighborhood when my son was six months old. So over that next year and a half, we you know met a lot of people in the neighborhood with kids his age. So there were a lot more people that we wanted to invite because they're also two-year-olds that you know my son had been playing with. So as they get older, you're obviously folk. Your invite list is more focused on their actual friends than just your friends how it is for the first birthday I did make a little mistake because in my mind so listen to my my thought process here I am someone that personally I don't love going to other kids birthday parties I just I don't think they're fun they're fun if it is like with people that you really know, like I love going to all my best friends, kids parties, because I know them. It's a fun way for us to hang out. And it's great. Like our kids know each other. I know the parents. It's a blast. But when it's like, if you're getting invited to some random kids birthday, that's at their school or daycare, you don't know the parents, you know, you don't know anyone else that's going to be there. It's just one of those like forced, we feel obligated to go my kid may or may not have fun and I'm going to have to spend two hours talking to people I don't know, which I mean, I don't think most people truly enjoy doing that, right? <laughs> like I'm just saying there are so many other ways I would rather spend my Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon than going to a birthday party of kids that I don't really know. So that's, you know, and before we had, before we were parents, I didn't love going to other people's kids parties like I don't know I don't know maybe I'm just like a Grinch and cold-hearted I don't know like I just don't think kids parties are the most fun thing in the world especially before you're a parent yourself so that's just how I feel but that's not how all of my friends feel and I didn't take their feelings into consideration for my son's second party and it caused a little bit of a rift that had to be repaired and I felt horrible about it so I'm going to go into just a little bit of detail so I feel like I need to tell you my thought process first because there is a thought process that goes into building your invite list because like I said you don't want to spend a fortune certain places like as they get older certain places that you want to have their party have limitations as far as how many people can fit in a room or can be in your party. I mean, it's true. Like I have a girlfriend planning her daughter's third birthday right now. And she was like, well, let me know if you and your husband are coming because there's a limited amount of people that can be in the space. Right? So this is a thing. But anyway, so our party was at our house and 
in my mind, I was like, okay, so I'm going to invite the people that have kids that Xander can play with, right? Like his, his friends that he sees pretty regularly. And, and then of course, you know, family, like my parents, my in-laws and my brother and sister-in-law and their kids. So in my mind, I just, I didn't invite my friends that don't have kids because they also don't know anyone at the party. And in my mind, for his second birthday, where he actually understood what a birthday is, and he was so excited for his bounce house, I wanted to be able to be present. Most of the people I invited know each other because it was a lot of the moms from the neighborhood. And I knew that they would all be able to just mingle with each other if I wanted to be more present with my son during, you know, certain parts of the party. And I mean, I legitimately was in the bounce house with him many, many times. Like I really wanted to be present and be there for him and this not just be about mingling with friends. Like to me, his second birthday was really about him. And so I did make the conscious decision not to invite every single one of our friends. And clearly that was a mistake because my one girlfriend got really upset when she saw pictures of his party on Instagram and asked me why she wasn't invited. And I felt like the biggest asshole. In my mind, I literally wanted to A, just be able to be really focused on my son and B, I genuinely didn't think, like I didn't want my friends that don't have kids to feel obligated to be there if there was something more fun that they could have been doing with their Saturday. Does that make sense? Or do I sound like such an asshole? I I don't know. I, when she explained to me how she felt about it, I truly felt like such an awful human being. I really did. I still, I still stand by my feelings of like, I just wanted to focus on my son and not have to introduce everyone to each other and like look around the whole time and make sure no one's feeling left out because they don't know anyone. And she was like, dude, I'm an adult. Like I can mingle. I can talk to people. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know. I know. I'm like, I felt so bad. I felt so, I felt like such a shitty friend. And, you know, she was just like, I love you. I love your son. And You know, she also just felt sad because I haven't dedicated as much time to her as I should have over the last two years. You know, she was like, I'm more than happy to just come over and hang out with you guys. Like, it doesn't have to be us going to dinner and drinks like we used to. I can just come over and play with you and Xander. Like, I just want to see him. And I, it it was this big heart to heart that we needed for me to really take a step back and realize I have to prioritize my friendships and that's important, you know, and those first, that first year or two of motherhood, you're so consumed by it that, yeah, like your friendships kind of fall to the wayside and, you know, it does make your friends that don't have kids feel really shitty because they feel like, oh, like I have to have kids for you to want to hang out with me more, right? Or maybe they're trying to have a baby and it's not going as quickly as they wanted to and it maybe triggers them so there are definitely a lot of layers that went into that that moment she and I had and truly I felt 
so awful and regretted my decision of not inviting more of our friends. But I will say, I was able to be very in the moment with my son. So I'm sharing this as a learning and for you to really think about who you want to invite on your guest list because there will be people that will be hurt if they're not invited. Um, But you also have to remember that this is your child's birthday and, you know, maybe you, you, if you want to keep it small, maybe you do something separate where you invite some of your friends over for them to get to celebrate your baby or your toddler, like separately, you know, maybe you do two, two things, right? Especially if you, for like their second or third birthday, you're doing it at a venue, like an actual kids venue, not like a brewery. (laughs) They do have limitations on how many people can be there. So, you know, like for his third birthday coming up, if we do do it somewhere like that, you know, I won't be able to invite everyone. And so then we'll probably do some separate little get together for anyone else that's not able to come. So just some little food for thought of what happened to me at my son's second birthday last year. I'm trying to think of what else I should mention before we close out the episode. Um, Don't plan it for right after their 12-month shots, right? Like some babies might be a little bit more cranky that weekend. So maybe plan it the weekend before or the weekend after. Um, Remember that they're not quite capable yet of opening their own gifts. (laughs) And that even if they do pull out some tissue paper, they're going to be more excited to play with the tissue paper or the gift bag than the actual toy. So keep in mind that you're probably going to be the one opening all the gifts, (laughs) which actually is really fun. I think I was disappointed for a second realizing my son actually wasn't able to do this yet, but um, I had fun the next day opening up all the gifts. (laughs) And even when he had a second birthday, I mean, we spent a week opening gifts. I mean, he would open like two gifts a day because... He would open something and want to play with it right away. And I wanted him to just focus on that new toy. And it was fun extending it out for a full week or so, right? Having some gifts to open every day. So another thing when it comes to presents, there's nothing wrong with making an Amazon list. For holidays and birthday, I always make a Amazon shopping list for family so that We don't get a bunch of duplicate gifts or books and there are just, there are moms, like me included, like we were very Montessori and just wanted wooden toys. I didn't want a bunch of plastic and loud toys in our house. So there is nothing wrong with making an Amazon shopping list that you're able to share. It's basically just like making a baby registry. So don't feel bad making one of those because people are going to ask you like, what is, what is your, what's he into or what are they into? What do you need? And people want to spoil your baby. So instead of just saying like, oh, we don't, you know, you don't need to do anything. Like they're still going to do something. So to avoid a bunch of duplicate gifts, there's nothing wrong with making an Amazon shopping list. Do keep in mind though, especially the older generation, 
they don't always like to shop off a list. Um, like my in-laws, I've given them a list and they just love, some people just want to get to go out shopping and pick their own gift. They don't want to shop off a list. They want to have the opportunity to pick out their own gift. So keep that in mind. But I think like our friends and younger family members are more than happy, like especially if they're also moms to have that piece of the mental load taken off their plate. Because I know anytime we go to a birthday party, I always bring a gift, of course, and spend forever looking on Amazon or Target to find just the perfect gift of something they may not already have. And if the mom would just tell me exactly what they need, (laughs) then that would be really helpful. And then of course, have like some different price points, some really, you know, lower cost things like the $15 range, and then the 25 to 35 range, and then maybe some bigger ticket items for the grandparents that do want to spend a little bit more money, perhaps. And I did have a question on Instagram of like, is it appropriate to say that we really just want, instead of gifts, like money for their college fund or whatever? And I personally see nothing wrong with asking for that, asking for something more practical. One of my girlfriends for her son's second birthday, like they had all the presents and toys that they needed and asked, I think her mother-in-law or mom, I don't know who, that instead she would love, you know, a membership to the local like toddler trampoline park or something like that. Maybe there's a kid's museum around and you'd rather have them pay the $100 membership so you can have an experience. So I see nothing wrong with asking for things like that. And then I think the last piece of advice, if I didn't already mention this earlier, is really consider the age of the kids that are joining the party. You know, like for my son's first birthday party, we had a handful of other babies his age come. And then we also had some older toddlers that were, I don't know, two, three, and four, I want to say. And I went all out on Etsy to also come up with ideas for those toddlers attending to play with and activities and like, okay, so for my son, I wanted to have all these cute little like real pumpkins since it was October for the bigger toddlers to get to decorate. And I also got this not cheap, um, long, like a tablecloth coloring thing like a basically a a large piece of paper that I used as a tablecloth and put a bunch of crayons down for the kids to color and like literally no one colored on it it just got trashed and maybe one or two of the kids did the pumpkin decorating but their parents had to do it for them (laughs) so you know like I was disappointed but it was my own fault because I didn't really consider the age. I I thought those kids would be ready to do that sort of stuff, but they weren't really ready for those activities and they weren't cheap. And I was disappointed and it's not their fault. It's just, I didn't plan accordingly. I made it more extravagant than it needed to be. And, you know, especially the first birthday, just keep it simple. Don't spend a ton of money. Keep it simple. It really just do the things that you think you and your partner 
will enjoy. And that's it. Take lots of pictures, have someone take pictures for you and enjoy yourself. Try to just really enjoy this huge milestone of your baby turning one of you being a mother for a full year enjoy that take it all in celebrate you and everything you've gone through this year every milestone all the sleepless nights everything that has gotten you to this point celebrate your baby but celebrate you and your partner and your parenthood journey I think that is what it's really about keep it simple or if you want it to be extravagant make it extravagant but set the expectation to not be disappointed if at the end of the day your partner doesn't thank you for all this elaborate work and planning that you did and ask for help you don't have to do it alone and just have fun so those are my tips as you're planning your baby's first birthday and hopefully you know some of these tips also helped you for their second or third birthday and remember to just be as present as possible and enjoy the day and the moment so I hope this was helpful let me know if you're planning your baby's first or second birthday I would love it if you would dm me send me a picture if you listen to the episode and it was helpful I'd love to see a picture of your little one turning one you can dm me anytime on instagram at my best mom friend if you're not already following along on there I hope you come join this beautiful community share the podcast with your fellow mom friends and rate, review, subscribe, and join me here every Tuesday. Thank you so much for being a part of my community and for sitting here with me every week. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.